welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Nicole. Yo. Justin. Hey, yo. Emily. Hello. And Jordan. Hey. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. We have great times. (laughs) It is imperative. I have spoken. (laughs) So... (laughs) At the end of every episode, we name a village idiot. Last week's village idiot was the uh, hotly debated... um, Only by me, apparently. No, I stuck up for you. Yeah. No, no, no. You can't be on my side now because you weren't before. So now you get melted. I don't... (laughs) I haven't said who it is yet. Emily, spoilers. Uh, yes. <laughs> You're going to have egg on your face if everyone is on your side and then this episode comes out. And then guess what? What? You're you're the village idiot again. But no. Last week's village idiot was Drew for walking into a four times the size of the last camp of lizard folk with a smaller army of lizard folk and claiming that she was a god again. For being good at D&D. That's why I'm the village idiot. Because I'm the only one who came up with a plan. That makes me the idiot. Whatever. I guess I'll take it. Well, you don't need to take it. You just need to tell us what happened last episode. Where'd we start? We were walking back to the camp of the Mayfly. Shipwrecked Mm -hmm. on the beach. That sounds about right. Yeah, I'm sure we got there and we told them everything that happened. And then I made some lizard folks build me a boat, and no one would let it be a bone boat. So it was a wooden boat, and they are now to help Fred build the wooden boat. And we were trying to figure out what we are going to do with the time, and we decided we wanted to go find the rest of the Colossi on the island. So we went to the nearest camp, and since no one had any fucking idea about what we were going to do, we decided to just do the same thing we did last time, because hey, it worked. And we walked into the camp, and I claimed to be a god again, and there was a crocodile person that came up, and he ended up being a lizard person, and he wants to fight me, and two other lizard people, and then some of the lizard people ran away, because I was very frightening, and some didn't, and now we're going to fight them. That's the gist of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, you were very intimidating with the help of Saf and Scar. Agamir was hanging back. He was paranoid about all of the lizard folk in the woods because he rolled a one and thought there were a bunch of lizard folk around. So, at the end of last week's episode, the seemingly magical crocodile-turned-lizard folk has just said, then death it is. So, death it is. Everyone roll for initiative, please. Woo! Combat. You can cut that out. That's Four. <laughs> oh, that was great. Woo, combat. Fifteen. Hey, it's not a zero. Uh, if anyone could roll it. That's valid. Seventeen. Excellent. Good. Okay. So, being close to the action, Saf is going to go first. Shit. You are about 20 feet away or so from the leader. What's the layout uh, with us-wise? Am I standing like next to Drew or behind Drew or who's around me? 
you're standing effectively next to Drew because she was claiming herself to be the god. She is at the very front uh, and you're kind of like a step back from where she is. And the there are lizard folk on either side of you. About half of the opposing army of lizard folk is to your left and the other half is to your right. There are two giant crocodiles and they're walking up to the courtyard, but they are not quite there yet and they're a little slow. So the giant crocodiles, are they also transforming into lizard folk? No, they appear to be just giant crocodiles. Mm. Okay, cool. That are the size of great white sharks. Oh, don't forget, I did cast ray of enfeeblement on the crocodile slash lizard person before the last episode ended. Thank you for reminding me. What the the ray of enfeeblement means that half damage for any strength based attacks? Yes. Excellent. So Saf. That's the layout. All right. So I'm going to do two things. I'm going to cast false life on myself for my action. Okay. How many health do you get? Uh, Eight extra health. Okay, cool. And would you like to move? No, I'm not going to move, but I am going to cast shield of faith on Drew, giving her two plus two AC. Thanks, buddy. Okay. For those of you listening at home and saying, hey, wait, they just cast two slotted spells. As a DM, I don't care if you cast your spells all in one turn or not. You got an action. You got a bonus action. You want to cast spells? Go right ahead. Waste all your spells as soon as possible. So that is a house rule that we have here. So Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. For the rules police that say, but wait. (laughs) It makes more sense this way and you know it. Yes, it does. So fight me. Oh, he also did surprise rounds and, you know, fifth edition technically doesn't have them. But you know what? It makes things more fun. We're here for the story. Anywho, Drew's AC is now 14 or sorry, 16. Yeah, I was like, it's actively 14. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. 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 Um, So that will be Saf's turn. You said you didn't want to move, correct? Correct. All right. That will take us to Agamir's turn. All right. There are angry lizard folk everywhere. Some on your side, some not. Let's see. What enemies are the nearest to me right now? The closest thing to you would probably be some of this small army of lizard folk on the opposing side. Gotcha. I suppose... Well, I'm going to attack from range then. I'm going to go ahead and start shooting darts. All right. But... We'll choose to... Yeah, I'll go ahead and fight the the small army of lizard folk. All right, going to start trying to take them out, huh? Mm-hmm. Just, are any of our lizard folk engaged yet with them, or are they all just kind of on their own? They are snarling and gnashing their teeth, but they have not yet made a move. Okay. So, I rolled an 18 to hit. Okay. That will hit. And... It, I'm doing six damage. I do not get sneak attack for this. Okay. You strike one of the lizard folk with a dart. It lets out a howl as it the dart sticks into its side. All right. Helping. Yes. Would you like to move at all? You hung back a little bit, so you're like 40 feet away from the leader. Okay. And then like 20 feet away from the nearest group of lizard folk. I have a feeling that we'll probably just have the groups of lizard folk clashing with each other. I, I do want to help take down the leader. So is there a vantage point that I could get to, or is there a place that I might be able to hide 
You can use your bonus action to hide, correct? I can. <laughs> yes. So yeah, there is a spot nearby. You can either hide in the trees or you can hide behind a building or a ruin. Okay. I'd like to use my bonus action to hide and that ru- if I were to go to the ruin, how close would I be to the main guy? You'd still be about 40 to 30 feet away. You've kind of got to move sideways into the building or behind the building. Okay. But you're generally about the same distance away. Okay. My hope is to hide, but still be within 30, like shooting range of the person. Excellent. This part of the ruin, you can do that. Okay. I will go ahead and do that. Sweet. That'll bring us to Scar's turn. Scar, you are like 10 feet behind Drew and Saf. You were casting your thaumaturgy to make things look all freaky deaky. Mm -hmm. So that would put you at around 30 feet from the leader. Okay, so I'm going to run up to the leader. So then I'm about, I'm within striking distance, but I'm not like right on top of them. Yes, you could be in striking distance. If you chose to use your trident, you'd only have to move up 20 feet. Okay, so I'll use it. I don't want to I don't know if I want to use the piercing, the skewer thing just yet, because I can only use it once in the entire combat, right? Correct. Okay, so I'll save that, but... No, no, hold back, hold back, save it. <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much. I feel like I want to use my morning star though, right now, and then take that out for like, you know, a death blow or something. It's only take it out for special occasion. <laughs> it's afternoon, so it's your afternoon star. Yes. <laughs> the skewer thing does a lot of damage, but it only does 1d6, the trident, unless my morning star does 1d8. If you wield the trident in two hands, you can make it do 1d8 as well. Oh, fine. I'll do that. Um, I'm not saying you have to. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, no, I'll do that. Natural 20. (laughs) Okay. So you do double damage dice plus your strength modifier. So 2d8 plus whatever your strength modifier is. So 6 and 7 plus 3 is 16. All right. You pull out this trident, uh, this bone trident that you got from the, uh, the old lizard god and run up near where Saf and Drew are, and you drive the spikes of this bone trident deep into the flesh of the lizard folk. And he lets out a a scream. Okay, I'm going to do that again. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's 19, so I crit again. Excellent. (laughs) Eight, five, so... Same thing, 13 plus 3, so it's another 16 damage. Excellent. You drive the trident deep into his flank again, and he lets out another scream, and you see the blood dripping from his legs. Okay, so then I want to back up a little bit, just so I'm not within his striking distance. Okay. Well, you weren't already because you were Oh yeah. So using a reach weapon. I'm good where I am then. Sweet. Okay, that'll bring us to their army of lizard folk. Great. Oh, no, sorry. This is uh, your army of lizard folk. Yay. Oh, better. Yeah, they look as though they're waiting for orders. All right. As a free action, Drew, would you like to inform Adragon? Did you want Adragon to tell the lizard folk? Turns out this. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, okay, but seriously, uh, I'm not super sure because not good at war. Um, question: Should I have them attack? Should I have the lizard our lizard army attack their lizard army? So it's like evenly matched, and they can just keep each other busy for a while while we fight the big guys. Or should I have our lizard army fight the crocodiles, try to help take them out? Or you think that's going to be a lot more death on our side? <laughs> Roll an intelligence check for me, please. This is intelligence for your strategy. Five. Plus nothing. Because <laughs> it's plus zero to intelligence. Okay. You think that the best option is going to be to send half of your army against the lizard folk on their side and half against the crocodiles. That seems like a terrible decision. They're both going to get smooshed very quickly. You also realize that their lizard folk of the ones that you had that are remaining seems to be about half of the size of the lizard folk that you have in your contingency. Okay. So there are about 10 remaining because you have 20 lizard folk with you. All right. I'm going to have my lizard army. It turns like this. Have our lizard army attack their lizard army. Post haste. <laughs> Adragon barked the orders at your lizard folk and they go on the offensive. They had, quote, readied in action. So they are now going to attack the other lizard folk. They clash with both flanks of their lizard folk army, and they are able to take down two of their, or no, they're able to take down one of their number and seriously hurt one of the others. Nice. So it looks like one is down. It's because of that dart, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, (laughs) they, they, They killed the one that had the dart in it, and then another one was seriously injured. All right. <laughs> while the rest of them are fighting. So it seems as if the other side's lizard folk are now at bay so that you all can concentrate on either the crocodiles or the leader. Their army is going to return the clash. They are not as successful as your army. They only managed to hurt one of your lizard folk to any serious degree. Good. Next is going to be the leader of their side they are going to cast a spell the lizard folk leader raises their staff in the air and shakes it and rattles the skulls together and as that happens you see these eye sockets of the skulls start to glow a green energy the green energy turns into sparks that shoot out to the surrounding plant life around the ruins there are vines and you know thorn bushes and hate that grass and everything and as the sparks hit them the foliage and everything starts to grow more thick and it goes into the paths and all throughout the courtyard and it's going to make this all difficult terrain that sucks that really messes with my plan So, that is what happens. And that is for all plants within 150 foot range from the leader. That is going to be their action, and they are going to back up to behind behind the giant crocodiles. So, you're saying the leader is going to back 
out of Scar's range. Yes, backing away from Scar. Okay. He turns his back on all of you. And Scar has a trident. Scar has a trident, provoking an attack of opportunity. Scar. Scar. Oh, yeah. I do. I, <laughs> I do. <laughs> but, like, I'm wondering where are you going with this? I don't get it. But then, yeah, now I get it. Okay, yeah. So now's my time to use that skewer thing. What do I got to do? Where you have to make a melee spell attack. Or, a, sorry, melee range. Shit. A melee attack. 19, but not. I didn't roll a 19. Unnatural 19. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. All right. Does she have advantage on an opportunity or just a chance to attack? Just a chance to attack. So roll me your damage, your 1d8 plus your strength modifier. And then if you would like to skewer, yeah. you may do that as well. So that's 8 plus 3 is 11. And then I'm going to skewer. And then I, what do I got to roll? 3d6? 3d6. 6. 5. So that's an extra 17 on top of the 11. So 28. I like it, you think. As the plant growth is starting to happen and you see the leader turn his back on you, you jump up and are able to avoid being entangled in the, the plant growth around you. And you lance out with the trident as you are landing and you get a real good meaty stab in the back of the leader. God, I hate that. (laughs) With the bone trident. A good meaty stab with the bone trident. As you make that stab, you bring the trident up a little, kind of like you're uh, pitching hay with a pitchfork. And as you do that, one of the bone points breaks off into the flesh of the leader. I don't want a broken one. Well, it's... Just just wait. (laughs) And they let out a horrible noise as they are stabbed so viciously. So good. (laughs) So good stab. So good stab. It was a very good stab. So anyway, it's the giant crocodile's turns. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) They get a turn? What is happening? Yes, the giant crocodiles are moving towards the uh, courtyard, but because of the plant growth, it makes it a little difficult for them to get there. Ah. Are they going to fall down on us and like with their mouths open and swallow us like in Yes. <laughs> I thought you were making a Hungry Hungry Hippos reference and I was like, that's very weird. No, like in Hook when the crocodile falls and eats him. No. Yeah, I got there. Hungry Hungry Hippos, a game that came out way earlier than any of us thought. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is very true. Look it up. Google it later. Fun fact. Yes. Excellent. So the giant crocodiles are just moving closer. They are... Not quite as close as you may like. They're about 30 feet away from Scar, so about 50 feet away from everyone else. So they're working their way there, and both of them are moving, and that is going to take us to Drew's turn. Oh, hey, I get to do something. I'm going to do Guiding Bolt. Oldie but a goodie. Range spell attack. 21. On whom? On the uh, main person. The leader. That will hit. Leader. Okay, it's going to do 4d6 damage. 46 damage? <laughs> Never gets old. Never gets old. 4, 3, 2, 4, 13. All right. You strike the leader with your guiding bolt, and that purple light comes down and 
sears in radiant pain or is it necrotic pain it's radiant and then um yeah radiant damage and then the next attack roll made against that target before the end of my next turn has advantage excellent so he's glowing with that violet light as well too right Mm -hmm. he's all glowy he's beautiful he is not feeling as well as he did six seconds ago i'm just gonna say (laughs) that doesn't have that so fresh feeling no that fear that you might have seen in his eyes before is definitely there now that brings us to the top of the order and it's saf's turn okay is the leader still the closest enemy to me not anymore now the lizard folk are gonna be the closest and mando is not doing anything mando is not doing anything okay I'm just going to have a go at some of the lizard folk. Okay. So I only have two daggers, so I'm going to roll two dagger attacks, right? Are you going to throw them, or are you going to walk up to them? I'm going to walk up to them. Okay. Because of the difficult terrain, you get just right up to the nearest one. Okay. That's a 20 to hit and a 9 to hit. Well, I'll tell you what, that 20 is going to hit. The 9 ain't, though. (laughs) Yeah, not a natural 20, though. Yeah, it'll still hit. And that's 5 damage. Okay, you strike one of the lizard folk right between the ribs, and it collapses to the ground. Was was he hit before? It's possible. It's kind of hard to tell with all the uh, lizard folk fighting each other. Um, But yeah, the lizard folk falls. Minions. No, they're not minions. So you have killed one of the lizard folk, and as you strike him, you hear a boom, boom, boom behind you as Mando goes in front of you and is now attacking lizard folk. (gasps) Nice. You just have to do it first, and then he'll do it. Yay. <laughs> yeah, Mando. We got to get you a gun. <laughs> so if I hold my hand out, then he'll hold his hand out for a high five. No, he does not. He's smashing. Oh. It would be cute. Yes, it would be cute. It would be cute. I want Sap to figure out how to uh, how to get a high five. <laughs> Mando has to learn how to be human first. <laughs> yes, you have to teach it love. Safina's going to write a new book, How to Get a High Five. <laughs> Can a halfling get a high five? <laughs> if you give the halfling a high five. Oh, that's a cute title. So yeah, Mando uh, comes in swinging at the lizard folk and seems to know which ones to hit and which ones not to hit. And the lizard folk take some more damage, but none of them perish. Oh, I was hoping he'd take out like five in one swipe. That'd be awesome. He probably throws them to the ground in one swipe, but they're probably not dead yet. Yeah, yeah he, he does like a, an overhand with both hands, um, smash on the ground and hits two squarely on the head. Their frills <laughs> are bent up a little bit and they look like their necks don't feel so great. <laughs> but yeah, that was Mando's turn. Dope. Next will be Agamir hiding in the ruins. Woo. All right. So the terrain is difficult. Yes. There's like vines and stuff on the ground. On the ground, yes, it is difficult. In the ruins, maybe not so much. Okay. With my normal movement, could I get to the leader right now if I were to run at them? No, you would not be able to. 
Could I if I dashed? Not quite. They're still too far away. However, there is a lot more growth now, which means there are more vines. So if you wanted to, I'd let you try and George of the Jungle it or Tarzan it. Oh my goodness. There's a... Uh... There's vines coming down from the canopy. It's it's Agamir. It's George yes. of the Jungle. <laughs> okay. Um, ag, ag, ag of the Jungle. <laughs> nice. Um, would I roll athletics for that? Yes, you would roll an athletics. Okay. That's going to be a 24. All right. And what I want to do... Uh-huh. Once I get there... Basically, I want to fine swing and then basically i want to have it fling me towards it with both of my plus one daggers in hand and attempt to stab him in the back air assassination (laughs) yes excellent i love it i will let you make the attack roll with advantage yes okay all right so the first attack will be a 22 to hit you know what? That's going to hit. Okay. That's good. That's good. The second one will be a 21 to hit. Uh, that will also hit. Okay. So let me let me paint you a word picture. <laughs> or unless you want to paint the word picture. I, I trust you too. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So having hidden from the ruins, well, in the ruins, once combat started, Agamir sees his opportunity He climbs a few feet up the ruin that he's hidden behind and sees that this vine has now come down as vines cover the floor. He grabs the vine and takes a running start, makes a a big old vine swing, and in the middle of the air, as he lets go of the vine, he pulls out his daggers. As he is swinging through the air, a violet light hits the leader, and Agamir's like, I know what I must do pulls out his daggers in midair and plunges them at just the right point between the scales of the lizard folk leader. Oh, damn. I feel like this is a scene from a movie. Drew goes, that was totally wicked. (laughs) (laughs) That's also from a movie. (laughs) And you said podcast couldn't be cinematic, Nicole. I did not say that. Let the record show. Roll back the tapes. (laughs) No, Drew's like thoroughly impressed for the first time. (laughs) <laughs> and I would like Ouch. that to be on the record. That was think- roguey as shit. <laughs> it was. That was great. I think there was one other time. Yeah. She doesn't remember. Neither do I. It was when the pumpkin cart. <laughs> yeah. No, she has never thought less of Agamir than the pumpkin cart incident. jeez. <laughs> oh, That's what happens when you send Drew and Agamir on a side quest. <laughs> When we're together, I get more and more angry at him. Yeah, he, and he does something stupid and you get mad at him for it. That's valid. So that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. This is the first time he's like, you know, done something right. It's great. Nice. Good to have you on the team. Ouch. Thanks. So, Agamir, roll roll damage for me, please. All right. From that sick bird. It's going to be all cinematic. I rolled minimum damage. Oh, my gosh. No. Well, this, this counts as a sneak attack, I believe, because I will be the only one within five feet of him. You will. That's why yes. you asked how far away I was. Uh, yeah, that was part of it. Yeah. Okay. So between the dagger damage and the sneak attack damage, it'll be a total of 21 damage. Ding. 
Dominion. Dang. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, I'm excited. So as you also land on top of this lizard folk leader, you shove that bone spike deeper into its flesh as well with your foot as you <laughs> jump off of him. That's cool. Yeah, it's dope. I was going to ask if you wanted to move, but you just moved like 50 feet, probably. Mm-hmm. That's going to bring us to Scar's turn. Okay. So you just saw Agamir descend from above you and do some dope rogue stuff. The lizard folk leader is about 15 feet away from you. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to like, as I'm moving towards him, I'm putting away my trident and grabbing my morning star. And I'm going to attack one-handed because I can add plus two to damage with my dueling thing or whatever the fuck. Whatever fighting style I chose, it adds plus two when I'm one-handed. Sweet. Does a 18 hit? Yes, it will. Okay. So that's... So eight plus two is 10 plus three is 13. I'm going to do that again. Okay. Natural 20. <laughs> nice. Yay. Okay, so that's 11. So that's another 21 damage. Damn. And I'm going to use my bonus action. Does a 17 hit? Yes, it will. Okay. 10 plus 2 is 12. Okay, one more time. You said 12 damage? Yeah. 17 again, so that hits. Yep. So that's uh, another 13 damage. Okay, Scar, will you please describe to me what it looks like when the leader meets his untimely demise (laughs) at the hands of Scar and Agamir's tag team duo of (laughs) daggers and tridents and morning stars? Oh my. Yeah. Hey, what about my Guiding Bolt? Oh, and the Guiding Bolt, yes. The Guiding Bolt as well. The radiant damage coming from above. I was guided. I was guided. (laughs) Yeah, I saw saw Drew cast her Guiding Bolt and started making this guy glow. So I was like, all right, I know what I need to do. And then all of a sudden- That's my target. Out of nowhere, right over me, I see Agamir do that (laughs) dope-ass shit. And I'm like- And as you're as you're doing it, I'm moving and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then you get him. And then I'm like, and as soon as you're out of the way, I come out of nowhere with my morning star. And I'm like, cha, 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 cha. (laughs) (laughs) Just get four good, real like, yeah, no, death blows. Mm -hmm. That's how it happened. (laughs) And then we high five at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone clapped. It was great. I will let you use your free action to high five. (laughs) <laughs> like and then i but like after i hit that last one i turn around real casual like towards agmir and i throw my morning star on my shoulder and i'm like nice job bro <laughs> <laughs> super cash okay so as the lizard folk leader falls to the ground his staff hits the ground and the skulls shatter and the plants that have grown all wither so there is no more any difficult terrain Fuck your plants. Yeah, basically. Great. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. So lizard, you're, you're lizard folk. It's their turn. Would you like to not bark any orders and to Adragon and have Adragon bark more orders to them? Or do you want them to keep on keeping on? 
keep on keeping on. I kind of figured when their leader died, they'd probably stop. But Yeah, I kind of figured they'd like maybe scatter, but now they're going to keep going. It doesn't look like they've noticed what's happened because it all happened so quickly. Word. That's fair. No, they can keep on keeping on. Okay, the lizard folk on your side. More bones for my bone chip. They are absolutely brutal to the lizard folk that are here. And they are going to deal... Three more of the opposing lizard folk fall. So a total of five have fallen. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Drew, you need, there's more souls for you to send to the shepherd. True. I guess I can try out my new powers. No, I don't want to use them right now. Like, I feel like... I don't know. I want it to be cinematic. I want the it moment's to, not right. Not yeah. I want to like feel it. I don't want it to be like. I guess I'll bring people back from the dead. Like I want it to be like a moment. I need it to happen because I also don't think I would reveal that I can do that yet until I absolutely have to. I'm waiting for that moment so I can just turn to you and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it again. Okay. Again save it so the lizard folk clash your side kills three of theirs and their side actually kills one of yours <gasps> only one only one their numbers are dwindling and they're starting to lose morale the opposite side well you just lost an acolyte so that makes you very angry <laughs> yeah drew real quick roll me a wisdom save wisdom <laughs> saving throw yes please 17. Okay, you are able to hold back your anger at the lizard folk. She is? <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> I am a benevolent leader. <laughs> uh, what? You're able to hold back your anger. You, you, so you will not lash out at these potential new subjects. You're, you're able to stay your hand at the sight of one of your <laughs> acolytes falling. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Oh, so I'm not going to go like, what What you're saying is I'm not going to go like Anakin Skywalker and just like murder this whole thing time to like sand people. Okay. Yeah, you're not just going to kill these younglings. Okay, got it. I was going with the sand people thing, but okay. I, that's what I thought she was going for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going for the children. When he gets all mad and then he just decides to murder an entire village because he sucks. Correct. Yes. That he is the bad guy. Did I mention I'm watching a lot of Star Wars recently? I'm proud of you. I was going to make a joke or Sorry. about For that earlier or about your Star Wars watching earlier with like the unnatural 20. It's like the dark side. It's a path to many powers. <laughs> <laughs> I keep wanting to make jokes and like about Drew just in general being like this god person and killing some of these lizard people and then seeing like these other people who are also like now part of my murder party, I guess. And I wanted to be like, it's kind of hard to refrain getting a little Emperor Palpatine in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> Feel the anger. <laughs> <laughs> Let it flow through. You. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. I'm so proud of you, though, for watching so much Star Wars. Power. Absolute power. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> It is the giant crocodile's turn. Now that they are not slowed down by the vines and overgrowth surrounding them, they are quicker. But so are we. 
Yes, you are. Uh, they are <laughs> close to Scar and Agamir, and one of each is going to go for one of each of them. No. Hope you like these characters. Um, <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. So one is going to go for Scar. That is an 18 to hit. It is trying to bite you. What the fuck? Stop rolling dice. Hate it. (laughs) Too many dice. You take 23 damage. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) I do not accept this. You are also grappled. What is doing this to her? The giant crocodile. One of the 20 foot crocodiles. One of the giant crocodiles? Or is it it just one left? There, There are two of them. That we forgot about. Another is going after Agamir. It hits with a 23. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gosh. Agamir is also bitten. I hate that so much. You take 19 damage. I use my uncanny dodge reaction to cut that in half. Is that for all attacks or just for area of effect attacks? This is all attacks. Um, this is not evasion. Mm. Uncanny dodge. Starting at fifth level, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the damage, the attack's damage against you. Okay, so you take half of that damage. You are still grappled and in its mouth. Okay, so <laughs> am I taking nine damage or ten? You'll take ten damage. Okay. I imagine I like he's like going for both legs or an arm and a leg and I managed to just like <laughs> get a limb out of it. <laughs> uh, I'll say that you have one of your arms free. Okay. In the event that you would like to stab. Dagger that dick in the eye. Uh, what? <laughs> Phrasing. Why? You know what? Sure. That's the title Phrasing. of the episode. No. 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 Oh, I just I didn't mean it like that. Uh, Are we not doing phrasing anymore? Bad choice of words. Anywho, <laughs> it is now Drew's turn. Drew, what would you like to do? Okay, pay me a word picture. What's going on? Agamir and Scar have just felled the leader. However, they were immediately gobbled up by giant crocodiles. <laughs> uh, the lizard folk are still fighting. And Mando has just jumped into combat with the lizard folk and Saf as well. Saf and Mando are fighting the lizard folk on the left. The lizard folk on the right are just fighting amongst themselves. And directly in front of you are the two giant crocodiles with your friends in their mouths. And Adragon is behind you, ready to translate as needed. Okay, and if I want to speak, if I want to say something, that's a free action? Sure. Don't take no time to say something nice. I say it's going to be nice. Um, what? <laughs> Quick question. Uh, delay departure is a bonus action? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I haven't modified the text um, to say when you reduce a humanoid. Um, yeah. Just yeah, whenever a humanoid is reduced. Humanoid or beast. Okay. So you would say I can do something else and then I can do delay departure. Correct. Is anyone, like, hurting for hit points? Do I need to, hurt, like, heal anyone? If you were to look at your companions, you'd say that Scar is the most hurt for hit points. 
What are you at? No, you can't ask that question. Oh, I guess I can't ask that. Hey, Oscar, how do you feel? How you feeling? I mean, meh. <laughs> uh, been better. <laughs> On scale of 1 to 53, how are you feeling? And both of these crocodiles have my compatriots in their mouths. Correct. So I don't really want to do, like, inflict wounds or anything, because I feel like that's not helpful if you're, like, in their mouths. Gonna chomp you. So. All right. I'm going to do um, hold person on the the one that's holding Agamir, I'm going to say. Does that work on beasts? Are these beasts, technically? They are beasts. If they're standing up? They're, they're not standing up. They're on four legs. Oh, I thought they were... Oh, I thought they were standing up. My bad. <laughs> you thought these 20-foot tall crocodiles were standing on their hind legs? Yeah. I just because I, I was talking about the movie Hook doesn't mean that they're standing up like the one in the movie Hook. <laughs> 110%. I definitely thought they were standing up. I mean, I totally thought that, too. No, like, That's, you're not alone. That is Thank terrifying. You. I would not do that to you all. <laughs> Yes, you would. You thought that they had to bend over to crunch these people? Okay, I guess I'm just going to do... All of my shit is going to hurt somebody. Like, because you're all, like, all upon each other. So, and all of my stuff is spells that hurt in a general direction. Did you get any kind of a staff or anything? Or did you get some kind of weapon loot? <sighs> do I? At some point? I have a dagger, I guess. You can redirect the lizard folk as well. Yeah, attack the crocodiles. Get us out of here. I guess I could do that, but then the other lizard folk are going to start attacking us. It's better than taking 20 damage a hit. That's valid. Um, okay, I do that. Turns out this. Have all of the lizard people start attacking the very large crocodiles. Both with. <laughs> <laughs> The slaughter ensues. Adragon <laughs> translates for you, and the lizard folk turn to their new target. Okay. Some of them take opportunity attacks, but they're not hurt. Uh, hold on. Yeah, they're not hurt enough to um, for any of them to have perished. All right, I'm going to do... Um, so that was talking as my free action, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Prayer of Healing is what I'm going to do. Up to six creatures of your choice you can see within range. Regain hit points equal to 2d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So that would be, I guess, who's taking damage so far? It's just Safina and Agamir. Agamir and Scar. And the lizard folk. And the lizard folk, yes. Since that's two, can I pick some of the lizard folk to give hit points back to? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool. Uh, 2d8 plus my spell casting. That's 4, 8, plus 2. 14 hit points. Okay. Scar and Agamir are healed for 14 hit points. Yeah, I'm 44 now. Thank you. And um, all of your lizard folk that have been hurt are now healed. Nice. So. That was the most cleric-y thing. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Everyone's just coming into their own, uh, you know, Scar, the warrior, warrioring, and, you know, fighting with multiple different types of weapons. Agamir, swinging from the trees, doing dagger <laughs> sneak attacks. I mean, he's a friendly neighborhood <laughs> Spider-Man. So. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. It tracks. Yeah. Saf ordering a huge construct into battle <laughs> as an artificer. And Drew healing people as a cleric. Uh, so that was your... I'm doing my job. Yeah, that was your action, your free action. Do you want to move at all? No, I do not. Would you like to use a bonus action? Yes, I'm going to use delay departure. Upon whom? Definitely not the leader, because that would be way too high. Who? I guess it wouldn't be crocodile people either. I guess one of the lizard folks that have fallen. Okay. Well, here, here's about... I'll let you make this decision here. Because I am the DM and I have chosen this, because you don't know what the DC is, it's just double to the creature's number of hit dice. As the DM, I will let you peer into the souls to see if it's something that you can handle. Okay. So the DC to raise a lizard folk would be eight. Okay. So you need to get an eight or higher. In order to raise the leader, the DC would be 18. And it is a charisma persuasion check. So would it be would I be able to use my persuasion modifier? Yes, you use your persuasion modifier. Yeah, my persuasion modifier is plus four. So that's a pretty good bet. The lowest you would have to get is a fourteen. Or lowest you could get is a fourteen. If that changes your mind. But because you are I'm gonna take that bet. Alright. Do it. I'm gonna take that bet and try to raise the leader. Alright. You haven't failed me yet. Please, for the love of God, do well. Ugh, what did it say? I can't roll less than a 14? Can't roll less than a 14. 15. Oh my God. <laughs> I was on pins and needles, let me tell you. All right, Drew. Please let us know what it looks like when you raise the leader from the dead. Oh, I can't wait for Dope. this. Especially because me and Agamir, <laughs> I feel like are going to react the craziest to this. Since we I am going to lose it. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super sure what <laughs> this can do. So I real quick, before I start doing this, for the people listening, this is Delay Departure. It is a, what did you say it was? It was not a spell. It's a... It's an ability. An ability. It is your cleric or your warlock ability. Yes. And it says starting at first level, you reduce a humanoid or beast to zero hit points. Uh, you may attempt to bind the creature's soul to its body for up to a minute. As a bonus action, roll a charisma persuasion check with a DC equal to double the creature's number of hit dice. Should your check succeed, the creature's soul is bound to its body under your control. It may use any weapon, natural or man-made, it was wielding at the time of its death, but may not cast spells or use any other abilities it had in life. You may only bind one creature at a time, and when the spell ends, the creature's body disintegrates as the soul leaves for the afterlife. You may use this feature a number of times equal to your charisma modifier, minimum of one. You regain all expended uses after a long rest. So... This is raising the dead in Lanamora. After I raise him from the dead, so he had like a special stick <laughs> that had like glowing stuff on it that is now broken and shattered. So what happens when I bring him back? Is that like a, does he still have a stick? No, he does not have a stick, but he does have some nasty looking teeth and some nasty looking claws. Okay. Okay. So he, he can use those. All right. So Drew, um, what did I just do before I did this? You healed everyone. 
That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you like that? Get a load of this. Drew kind of steps back and she raises her hands and everyone kind of just feels better. It's like a, a calm among the battlefield for half a second. And then she raises her hands again uh, next to the leader. And it's like a, I would definitely say, I would call it gross black for sure. Uh, this like haze kind of forms over the leader as he begins to stand up. When he stands up, he looks similar to when he died, but I want to say that he has black eyes. Ooh, nice. That's creepy AF. <laughs> and after, like, can I command him after he stands? Will you let me do that? Or do I have to wait? Well, you've already directed your lizard folk, so you cannot command another. Oh, yeah. I already did. Okay. So I'll wait. So we can all see it. We, even though... We're in the uh, crocodile mouths. Can we see this happen? It's a little hard for Scar and Agamir to see, but Saf definitely sees if she's not tied up in the battle. Yeah, I imagine that Scar and I are a little preoccupied. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> so I see it and I gasp. I go into a cold sweat because I am very freaked out right now. <laughs> Freaking out, man. Freaking out, man. Roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. Me? Yes. Oh. Hope you're wearing your brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that'd be a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Maybe a strength. Maybe a strength. That's a nine. Oh. <laughs> That's not good. She's freaked out. Yeah, you are <laughs> frightened of Drew. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Frighten is a condition. It is a condition. You are frightened of Drew. I have no. advantage on frightened saving throws. Okay, then uh, roll me that check with, uh, or just roll me again. See if you get higher than a nine. Natural 20. All right. You feel <laughs> the fright welling up inside of you, and then you say, no, no. Remember, Drew's your friend. She's the one who helped you at the beginning of this campaign. She's your friend. She's cool. All that gross tea that she fed you is all out yeah. of love. <laughs> You're able Aww. to push down the fright. That's so cute. Oh. So, that happened. Emperor Palpatine is a good person. <laughs> He's been with me the whole time. <laughs> That's going to take us to Saf's turn. That's that Darth Vader brainwashing. <laughs> Stockholm <laughs> Syndrome. <laughs> I'm just going to continue with the lizard folk. I guess. Okay. You never forget your first friend, though. You never forget your uh, first friend on the run. Alright, so that's an 8 and a 15 to hit. Okay, the 15 will hit, the 8 will not. That's 5 damage. Okay, you strike one of the uh, lizard folk as it's running. You get a good... Or no, it's not running. You are just engaged with one of their lizard folk. So yeah, you stab it. It gets stabbed. It hurt. There's only... Uh, one, two, three, four. There are only five of their lizard folk left. Doesn't the Iron Giant do something too? Yes, it does. Yeah, Big Daddy. Big Daddy, Mando. He smash. And he destroys the one that you stabbed. <laughs> nice. Hey. Honestly, Saf really does have a Big Daddy. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I love it. So... 
there are four lizard folk remaining of theirs. There are still 19 of yours. I just I just imagine Seth like up to one of the lizard folk pokes this one. I need I need anyone listening that is an artist or even if you're not an artist, I need all of the Seth and the uh Shield Glossi fan art. Have you seen the comic that's like uh whatever it's Rex and Pixie whatever the big dog's name is I always forget the big dog's name but the little one's name is Sarge maybe in Pixie and it's a little kitten and a big scary dog and the little kitten always like gets into trouble and the big scary dog is always there to protect the little kitten it's that yeah <laughs> that's cute. it's a good comic I'm so sad none of you have seen it I've not it. seen this yeah I want to find it I know what you're talking about anyway. Yes. Great. Would you like to move it all, Saf? Nope. Good. Sweet. Agamir, you are in a crocodile's mouth. A giant crocodile's mouth. That is not bipedal. If you'd like, you can try and get out. What would it take for me to get out? It is going to take an escape roll. You will add your strength modifier to your roll to get out. Ha. Huh. Agamir, the not so strong orc. <laughs> That's my thing. Good for me. Uh, <laughs> but I can still attack. So I like Agamir's probably had some very odd sensations in the last six or so seconds. I was <laughs> oh, really. <laughs> I was bitten. <laughs> Don't say shit like that when I'm taking a drink of water. I'm please. sorry. <laughs> I was bitten. It was probably horrid pain, and then healed back to full health. With, with, with the tooth still in my arm. I don't know what to make of this. Ow. <laughs> That's the noise Akamir made. <laughs> I'm just like... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, John Mulaney. Oh, my God. Um, That's the perfect analogy. That's the noise you make. <laughs> Anyways, sorry about that. Would it take my entire action to do so? It would take your action, yes. But I can still stab him with my other arm. You could stab him with your other arm. Could that potentially set him free? Who's to say? I guess that'd be me. Uh, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> okay. I am going to just try and tough it out a little bit. And I think I'm just going to go ahead and stab this, going for the eye. Let's just stab with one dagger. Okay. You are purposefully aiming for the eye? Yes. Okay. I'm going to increase the DC, I guess, AC a little bit to exactly stab in the eye. Okay. But uh, let me know what you roll and I'll let you know if you got it. All right. In future rounds, I might be more frantic, but... <laughs> Well, you're at full health right now, right? Someone healed you. You don't know who. Yeah. You think it's think it's true. You hope going. it's true. Um, does a twelve hit? That is not going to hit. You wave your arm kind of wildly, and the dagger just kind of skates across the uh, hardened scales of the crocodile's brow. Okay. As so, as a bonus action, I can disengage. Can I try to escape as a bonus action? 
could have asked this first. Disengage and escaping are different. So I'm going to okay. say you can't interchange them. Okay. That is fine. Um, all right. Would you like to move? Oh, you can't move. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick I imagine. So like, is my arm just kind of like stuck between some teeth then? No, you were able to maneuver yourself in such a way that the teeth are kind of around your torso and your arm is free. Your one arm is free and the other arm is in the crocodile's mouth. Can I stab up into the roof of his mouth? You can certainly try. You do have a dagger in the other hand. Yes, I didn't let that one go. So that's a 22. That, yeah, that's... I I imagine I can't miss. (laughs) Yeah, the, the one on the inside I'll let you have advantage on. Oh, okay. It's uh, not a crit, so... Okay. But since I'm technically the only one engaged in combat, I could, like, um... Can I apply my sneak attack bonus to this? Yes. Okay. Good. Because I rolled a 1 for the d4 for the dagger. It's my offhand. So can't do that. But for the sneak attack... 12. So a total of 13 damage. Okay. The, uh... Crocodile opens its mouth a little bit, but chomps back down. Awesome. <laughs> Anywho, Scar, it's your turn. You you too are in the mouth of a giant crocodile. I would like to get out. You can certainly try. That is a 19 plus 3, which is a 22. Yeah. You wrench this giant crocodile's mouth <laughs> open and you get out. Nice. That's your action. Would you like to move? Um, Might I suggest away from the mouth? Yeah. No, <laughs> I was about I was, to say away no, from the I was, mouth. <laughs> I, I was going to ask how far away is Agamir from me? He is within 20 feet from you. The, the crocodiles kind of came up parallel to both of you. Okay. Oh, also, as you uh, hop out, you see that the leader is back up. And he's got black eyes. Yeah, so I'm concerned about that. Uh, Don't worry about it. Staring at him, looking all like, "Mm, this is new. Uh, And I'm going to go towards, I guess, towards uh, the, I guess, behind. I don't want to back. I don't want to turn around. That's I don't want to do that. So how do I get away from it without turning around? I will allow you to make an animal handling or acrobatics check to try and get on its back. <gasps> yes, please. <laughs> That's a good idea. Nice. Steve Irwin. That's a 19. What's my animal handling? It's a nothing, so 19. Okay, you are able to open the mouth of the crocodile and then with your momentum of opening the mouth and kind of scurrying out, you're able to flip up onto its head. <laughs> Dope. So you are now effectively riding on the, <laughs> the neck of this giant crocodile. Yeehaw. Love it. Nice. Yeehaw. Uh, it's got real southern real quick. This is a very cinematic battle. <laughs> yeah. My name is Scarlet, by the way. I mean. <laughs> Scarlet. Okay. It is the... Drew Camp lizard folk. It's their turn. They are coming up to attack these giant crocodiles, and they just saw Scar extricate herself from the mouth of one of them. Half of the camp is going to attack the first one. 
They fail to do any damage to the crocodile. And the ones that are attacking Agamir's giant crocodile also fail. Agamir's giant crocodile. Sounds like a children's book. (laughs) (laughs) Agamir's giant crocodile. Someone write it. So that is what happens with the lizard folk. The other lizard folk are from the bad guy lizard folk. They're going to attack Drew's lizard folk. Oh my god, I just came up with a brilliant idea. I'm going to write children's novels. Like, not novels, like little children's books that are like 10 pages long, like C-Spot Run kind of books about each of our characters. Nice. I'm into it. I love it. Our characters as little kids. (laughs) PG. Or rated G. Baby village idiots. (laughs) Like Muppet Babies? Yeah. Just call it baby idiots. Village idiots, the younger years. <laughs> Idiot babies. Idiot babies. I like that one actually. <laughs> Idiot babies. The opposing lizard folk fail to make any contact with the the good lizard folk. Next will be the crocodile's turns. Agamir, you're being bit by a crocodile. Mm-hmm. It's gonna crunch. It's gonna have hella advantage because you're already in its mouth too. Correct. Uh, it hits. It does not crit. <laughs> so many. You take 19 damage. Would you like to have that? I would like to squirm a lot and yeah. have that damage. <laughs> okay. So you 10. take 10 damage. Okay. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as the, the mouth opened, you were able to wiggle in such a way that the yeah. teeth didn't hit your soft bits and hit the hard bits of your armor. <laughs> my soft, my soft bit. You've seen my downstairs up mix up. <laughs> I imagine I've got a grip from the dagger stuck in the roof of his mouth so I can kind of like pull myself around. Yeah. So it is also going to lash out at the lizard folk with its tail. It fails to make contact. Oh, I forgot those things have tails. Yes. Uh, crocodiles do have tails. Be real weird if they didn't. <laughs> the other crocodile that Scar is attacking is going to make two tail swipes because it doesn't know where the heck its prey just went. Um, it. I don't. I just literally rolled four twos in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I'm going to look the probability of that up. Yeah, that's like one in hundreds of thousands chance. I think. Sure. But anyway, its tail swings wildly and does not hit any of the lizard folk. Next is going to be Drew's turn, who is now in command of the leader. Dope. I'm so excited. Yeah, I still have my eyes like fixed on that guy. Like what I, I thought I smashed. Drew has her <laughs> has her hands up like she's she's concentrating very hard on this person. And she walks up so that she's, like, behind him. So can I, like, give him, can my action be, or free? can I have a free action to order him to do something? Sure. Cool. Walk up right behind him. I point to the crocodile that has Agamir in his mouth, and I say, kill your compatriot. You should whisper it, because that'd be really creepy. I do whisper it. Like, that's why I walk right behind him. Like, I get behind him, and I point. Okay, would you like to do anything else with that? Because that's your free action and you've used some of your movement. Yeah, that's my free action. This is like my issue is that like all of my spells do a good amount of damage. 
to the people around. And so in fights like this, I'm not super helpful. <laughs> I wonder if inflict does inflict wounds work on crocodiles. <laughs> I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Agamir. That's a bonus action? Yeah, it's a bonus action. So I guess I could do an actual action. Use those spell slots. I know. I'm going to cast Blindness on the crocodile that Nicole is on. Okay. That's funny, because I was thinking about stabbing it in its eyes. <laughs> what? Uh, it has to make a constitution saving, though. Okay. It fails. <laughs> okay. So it is blinded. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make a constitution saving throw on a success. The spell ends. Okay. So, as you had stated previously, you, there is no real visual cue that blindness has been no. cast. But if anyone is paying close attention, the giant crocodile's eyes go milky and it cannot see. It starts kind of flinging its tail around wildly. And the lizard folk leader goes up to the crocodile that has Agamir in its mouth. And it is going to take a bite out of that crocodile. <laughs> is that considered cannibalism? Only if you swallow it. Oh my god. We should definitely have that on a t-shirt. The crocodile takes 19 points of damage as the leader sinks oh. its teeth into the giant crocodile. That's awesome. Uh, everyone sees this and looks back at Drew as she has just appeared to have commanded that leader to do that. What? No. <laughs> he just did that. It was wild. And that's where we're going to end. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, Drew's standing there, like, trying to look innocent. <laughs> like, real sheepish, like, do, 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 do. <laughs> that was crazy did you guys see that <laughs> so yeah thank you thank you thank you all so much for listening to the village idiots podcast i had a great time dming i hope that you had a great time listening and i hope that my players had a great time playing the village idiot this week i think it's gonna have to be scar i knew it for having to be reminded knew it that she could make opportunity attacks <laughs> fucking do <knew> it <laughs> yes so the village idiot this week scar coming back with a vengeance it's been uh, a while. it has been how does it feel to be back on top hello darkness my old friend <laughs> yes so thank you all so much for listening nicole if they want to get in touch with us on uh the old sock med how can they do that no <laughs> Try again, one more time. Run nope. it back around. Nope. <laughs> Get at We're us on sock med. He said it. It's done. It's over with. Dear Lord, Ew. help us all. Oh God, Nathan, you're a dad. You're not a grandpa. Like, come on. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. Anyway, yes, they can find us on social media at Village Idiot Pod on Twitter. Uh, we got. Uh, you know, we, we post some fun things. You can tweet us. Let us know if you agree with me being the village idiot this week. I can't see why you wouldn't. Because fair enough. So if you want to talk to me personally and tell me how dumb I am, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. You can find me at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find me because I'm too busy 
probably giving Nicole a run for her money for Village Idiot this week. I, I willingly chose to stay inside of a crocodile. Yeah, that's where you can find Jordan, inside of a crocodile. Inside of a crocodile. Oh. <laughs> ah, there we go. Brought it around. Ah, that's true. Yeah, I'm sure that you would get some upvotes for being potential Village Idiot right next to me. Even though we pulled off that sweet tag team move. <sighs> it did. It's just like, Honestly. you can't build up enough credit, though. You, you, you know what? I'm going to change it. Yeah. No. You're the village idiot for staying inside the crocodile. <laughs> uh, How about we share it? I feel like then... we both did something really, really stupid. <laughs> Equally stupid. Are we going to have to introduce like a, a, a decimal or fraction system? <laughs> nah, it's just going to be, it's just going to be Agamir this time. That was, uh, I, for, I forgot about that. Thank you. Thank you so much for reminding me. Way to me. go, Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, double. You're uh, now the village idiot for next week as well for reminding Nathan of the dumb shit you did. (laughs) (laughs) All deserved. Yeah, so uh, now the village idiot's tally has been updated. Uh, (laughs) You can see that on our website, villageidiotspodcast.com. There's also artwork and fun facts about Lanamora and a uh, link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we've officially launched our Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. It helps a lot. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every week, so stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned next week when we find out whether or not Agamir wants to get out of this crocodile's <laughs> mouth or if he lives here now. <laughs> it's my mess. It's warm and it's it's comfortable. <laughs> oh. There are many crocodiles like it, but this one's mine. <laughs> I thought I was the only one saying really weird shit in phrasing, and now <laughs> Jordan has taken that twice from me. It's great. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please tune in next week when we find out what happens. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Merry Chrysler. Bye. 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 Happy Hanukkah. Joyous Kwanzaa.